You're tuned in to the Morning Blitz. All they do is sit around and talk. On 102.5 U-Rock and the Rocking M app. Continuing on a Monday here on the Morning Blitz, 837 Central, 737 in the Mountain Time Zone. Glad you're with us. If you missed any of our weekend winners and losers, catch up on the podcast anywhere you download and get your podcasts and subscribe to the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkman while you're at it. Let's go to the phones, and our guest today is Oakley. High school head football coach, good friend of the program, Jeff Hennick, joins us now. Good morning, Jeff. Glad you could join us. Uh, How's it going today? Hey Ross, it's good to be on again. It's uh, it's going well, man. It's a beautiful day for for October, and uh, you know I'm uh, I'm loving this weather right now. The the leaves are pretty, and uh, we're still playing football, so it's good. Are you are you a big fan of warm falls for football? Or are you more of a cold a cooler fall type of guy for football? Now, well, I'm kind of more of a cooler type type of guy. I uh, I love it when it's about 50 degrees out, and you know you kind of got to put a sweatshirt on. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I tell my kids, you know, when they're putting on too many clothes, I said, man, you ain't got enough testosterone in your system then. So <laughs> I just, I like the kid with them. But. Oh, that's good. No, I love it. That sweatshirt weather, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for when it's just one sweatshirt does the trick. That's that's what you yes. need. Yes, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Oh, I tell you what, uh, it's been a, it'd been a tough season, coach, you know, starting off the year 0-6 and, and uh, but finding a way to get a couple wins and keep your team focused and energized to win two at the very end of the year to make it into the postseason. I mean, this year had been a challenge at this point in time, uh, but man, you have to be proud of the guys stepping stepping forth and having that strength to pick up a couple wins when it really matters most in district play. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been huge. It's been a it's been a trying year. You know, keeping these kids uh, focused on you know the. Uh, you know, like I tell them, you know, you can't let the a few bad chapters at the beginning of the book ruin the ending of the book. And man, we've went through so many injuries this year, more than I have in 11 years of coaching. Um, you know, I had uh, uh, one of my stud backs. He he tore his ACL before the season ever started. Um, you know, we we were unfortunate to be able to get Carter Creer out this year. Um, you know, he's had some knee problems and. Um, he went ahead and ran cross country this year, so we really missed him. And then, you know, I I had two more of my uh, running backs. You know, one was out for two weeks, another one was out for two weeks with a concussion and and another injury that had happened. And uh, you know, we've I lost my starting tackle before the year ever started too. He broke his wrist right on the growth plate, so uh, it's been a it's been an interesting year. And uh, you know, these kids have, have kept fighting. They've uh, they've believed in you know what we're trying to do in the process and gosh there was uh, a couple games three games here where we where we started two freshmen and uh, you know it's uh, it's been tough you know we've went through some growing pains but these kids have kept focused and uh, you know they've looked ahead every week and they keep focusing on the next play and that's what uh, you know that's what we're worried about as, as a staff the most. Well, and on top of the the injuries, which is uh, very unfortunate, but. You guys play one of the tougher schedules in that Mid-Continent League with Smith Center and Plainville and Norton and Peaberg and uh, TMP. I mean, it's a very tough schedule year in and year out, and this year was no different. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we know that going in every year. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for us this year, we were on the lower end with, with guys that are uh, younger in class. And, you know, a lot of those guys have, have some upperclassmen that are doing great things. You know, you look at Norton right now, who's 8-0. Um, you know Smith Center, who's seven and one, and you know then you look at TMP, it's four and four. Plainville's four and four, 
I mean, those those guys are no no slouch either. And you know, you look at um, Peberg, who I think is also four and four. You know, their their record doesn't show how good those teams really are, but um, you know, they do a lot of good things. And, and hats off to those those staffs. And um, you know, I wish I wish I could have nine or ten you know juniors and seniors in each class too. But unfortunately, sometimes in a town that doesn't always work. Um, but I'm very proud of our young kids. Um, you know, stepping up to the plate and very proud of our older kids, you know, believing in those guys that, hey, you know, you just got to get better each week. That's that's the main thing. Let's be better today than we were yesterday. So they've done a good job at that as well. You know, in your experience, like you said, you've been doing this a long time. I mean, how long does it take for a young player that's kind of been thrown into the fire to really kind of feel at home in the game? Oh, man, it's uh Oh, you know, there's there's such a big gap mentally and physically, um, you know, and and unfortunately with with my young guys, my freshmen and my sophomores that I put out there, it's not like we're very big. You know, we're 140 to 155 pounds. And, you know, just the mental aspect of the game is huge. They're still trying to learn our system, and then they're trying to learn the speed of the game. On top of that, you can tell these kids how fast, how much faster it is from middle school to high school. And they think they understand, but they have no idea until they get in the mix. And I, I would say it takes at least seven games for them to get there. But, uh, you know, our, our JV has helped us uh, as well. We're 3-1 we're and one in JV games. And, um, you know, could have been 4-0. and oh, So we've done some very good things JV-wise. But just at the varsity level, you know, they, they don't understand how physical it is, how fast it is, and, and how quick things happen. And uh, I would say at least take seven games before they figure that out. We're visiting with head coach of the Oakley Plainsman, Jeff Finnick. The Plainsman started the year off 0-6, but have won two in a row, wins over Syracuse and Stanton County. What clicked going back to that uh, you know, that Syracuse game where you guys were able to get that win? What kind of started to see clicking for you guys? You know, I, uh, I think just our kids' belief. Um, you know, we finally got everybody back, you know, and um, even though we lost in the Ellis game, gosh, we, we caused five turnovers in that game. And usually when you cause five turnovers – you know, you're not losing the game. And we beat them in every aspect of that game except the scoreboard. Gosh, we had more plays than they did. We had more total yards than they did. We caused more turnovers. Um, you know, and unfortunately, uh, the ball just didn't roll our way a couple times. And, you know, we got a couple bad breaks. And uh, sometimes that happens. But the kids, I think it finally started to click for them that, hey, you know, when we play fast, when we when we create chaos, and when we don't turn the ball over and we don't hurt ourselves in penalties, um, you know, good things will happen. You know, looking back at that Ellis game, th- that was one thing that killed us. I think we had four holding calls and maybe four false start penalties, um, one roughing the passer penalty. And, and you know, um, we try to preach discipline. But, you know, when, when those things are happening, we're the ones hurting ourselves. And, you know, unfortunately, our holding calls would be after like a 27-yard run, you know, or, or uh, a 32-yard run, you know, looking back and thinking about that. I'm just like – Dad, gum, fellas, you know, you're chewing up the yards here. Quit hurting yourself. And, you know, I think once our kids finally figure that out and we get everybody back healthy and we figure out how physical we can be and, and the chaos clicking, good things start to happen. How much does just getting a win, and, and it doesn't, if it's the first of the year or if, like, let's just say it happens in the first of the year or if it happens, you know, later in the year, how much is just getting a win, having more points than the other team when the scoreboard hits 0 0? on the clock, how much does that just boost a team's confidence no matter what age they are? You know, I think it lifts it tremendously. Um, not only our players, but us as a staff. You know, when they start seeing the good things that are happening, you know, and, and even in that Syracuse game, 
you know, we had some doubt set in. You know, we're up 9-0. We'd, we'd scored in the first quarter. That was the first time we'd scored in the first quarter all year. We score, and uh, then we get them on a safety. And, uh, you know, then, then it was super windy that night, and we throw a pick, and it gets, you know, returned to the two. And then all of a sudden it's an 8-9 to nine score game. You know, and, and you look at the kids' uh you know, character, you know, you look at their body language and doubt started to set in. And, you know, as I pulled them over here, I said, fellas, you know, and we're, we're sitting there talking to the staff. We said, fellas, you, you can't let, don't, don't, don't let doubt set in, you know, let's, let's go play another play, you know, and in and, and today's day and age, I think that is so hard for kids. You know, kids are, kids are so used to instant gratification. You know, they, they see their phone. Um, you know, they can click their phone. They can have something on the doorstep the very next day. You know, we can click on our phone and we can have grocery pickup ready. You know, we're, we're too used to instant gratification as a society. And, and our kids see this and they think things are going to happen right now. And they don't, you know, they got to learn how to, how to enjoy the process of getting better and how these things work. You know, anyone who ever succeeded, never got anything very easy. You know, you look at all your great players, you look at anyone who's, who's made tons of money, you know, it wasn't always that way. You know, we got to work our tail off to get to where we want to. And, you know, I think technology in a way has, um, you know, not benefited, not benefited us as a society or for our youth right now. So, you know, we just got to trust the process and we got to get better every day. And I think that's the most important thing. Jeff Hennick, our guest here, uh, Oakley High School head football coach. How difficult was it um, for the coaches? You mentioned it was hard, but it was it was good to get a win just for the coaches. But when you're going into these games, Phillipsburg, Norton, Smith Center, these really really good football teams are having great years, and you're like, all right, guys, this is what we got to do to try and be you know in this game. How hard is that as a coaching staff to put that game plan together and to try and get your kids to believe <coughs> against some very very good teams that maybe you aren't on the same level as right now? Yeah, you know, it's uh it's tough when you go in and look at it. You know, I, I feel like we as a staff do a very good job getting the game plan together. I think uh, you know, offensively and defensively we do great things and, and you know, when you look at the first quarter minus our Smith Center game, you know, we're we're in these ball games, you know, it it's seven oh or it's zero zero, you know, um against Norton and Peberg, you know, we're we're doing good things. Gosh, we caused we caused two turnovers in the first quarter there against Norton, um, you know, and we got a couple tackles for loss right away, made them punt twice right away. And even against Phillipsburg, you know, they're driving, they're driving, they're driving. And we, we make a big play, get a fumble, you know, and we're rolling. It was just, you know, getting these kids to understand there's four quarters to a game. You know, you can't play one quarter or two quarters and think that, you know, it, it's going to be that way. It's going to be good. It's like playing in the SEC, man. You can't you can't just expect one quarter to be good and that everybody's going to bow down to you. It, it's not that way. You know, if, if you want something, you got to go take it. It's not going to put it on a silver platter for you. Um, so, you know, th- just getting these kids to understand that and getting to where we are now has been, you know, a major stepping stone for us. And the way that the that case just set it up this year, you know, you can you can go like you guys did, zero and six, and find a way to win a game at the end of the regular season and still make the postseason. You guys did that with two consecutive wins. Now uh, you will have to go, of course, on the road and play a a very good Medicine Lodge team, but. Uh, it's it's got to give the guys some excitement knowing they made the postseason despite the hard start. But how much of a challenge is Medicine Lodge coming up here on Friday? Yeah, you know we tell the kids it's not where you start, it's where you finish. And you know looking at Medicine Lodge, they're a very good team. 
Um, you know, they've had some they're they're a six and two team, but they've had some wins that are super tight. Um, you know, and uh, you know, if the ball rolls the other way a couple plays here and there, you know, they're they're in the same position we are. But they are very athletic. Um, the team that we beat last year in Medicine Lodge in the same game, I think they looking at the roster, I think they lost one kid. Um, so they are they're very good. Um, their quarterback reminds me um, of a Jameis Winston, as Coach Saruta called it. You know, he's a he's a good looking kid, big kid. Um, you know, runs around, throws the ball well when he's scrambling. Um, you know, defensively they fly. Uh, you know, it's just uh, one of those things where you got to tell our kids, okay, you can't look at a record because kids always look at a record. You know, and now that we're in the playoffs, they got to understand it's zero. It everyone is O and O. You know, record doesn't matter now. You come to play, and that's what's going to happen. You know, we try to tell them to uh, to remind themselves of what happened in 2020. You know, we come in, and um, you know, an Inman team and a Smith Center team had beat us 42 to 14 or 39 to 13, and then we turn around and we beat them. You know, a combined 29 to nothing. So we said, you can't, you can't just focus on what's happened in the past or look at what's going on here. You know, it's a playoffs. And if you don't come to play in the playoffs and you aren't disciplined, you're going home. But if you do come to play and you take care of your own and you do what you're supposed to, there's a good chance you can move on to the next round. So we got to focus on that. Um, you know, we got to focus on being healthy like we are right now. And that's, that's amazing. And we just got to keep doing the things that we're doing. Uh, when you said the quarterback is like Jameis Winston, does that mean he throws a touchdown and an interception, uh, one for one? Uh, you know, like thirty touchdowns, thirty picks. Does that happen too, or no? <laughs> well, you know, I, I I wish his his interception ratio was up there a little bit higher. But I mean, this this kid, he's got a gun of an arm for him, and you know, he'll throw it hard. And sometimes when his receivers aren't quite ready. It pops off their hands, and you know we just hope we're in the right place for a pick. There you go. One more quick one. We'll get you out of this. Get you out. Get you out of here on this, Jeff. Um, this year has been a challenging year, and no matter what happens on Friday, you know, uh, we'll see. But when you look at this season, how much you know growing pains and learning does this set you up for future success in the years to come? Oh, I think it's tremendous force. You know, I think these kids have, have gained so much confidence. You know, and going through so much that they did, I think they've learned a lot about themselves as a person and a lot about themselves as a team. And, you know, I think uh, moving forward here, we have young kids that are ready to step into that role going forward to next year. You know, they're not a sophomore jumping into a junior starting role. You know, they're not a freshman that's, uh, you know, still got his ears wet. You know, they're they're ready to go. They know the speed of it. They know how physical it can be. And, and you know, they know that um, – if they set their mind to it, you know, we just got to get better each and every day. We've got to be better today than we were yesterday, and I think that's huge for us as a program. Jeff Hennick, Oakley High School head football coach. Thank you, Jeff, for the time. Good luck and safe travels to Medicine Lodge, and uh, look forward to talking to you down the road. Hey, Ross, it's always great to be on your show. Thanks for thanks for what you do for us as, uh, as people, you know, trying to, trying to help young kids out. You we bet you, buddy. All your coverage. You bet you, buddy. Be good. Once again, great stuff from Jeff Hennick. Always love visiting with him. Got a great perspective. Do a little bit of preaching there as well. Love the love the uh, great message that you gave out there about technology. Very good. All right, let's get to our final break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show next with some leftover final thoughts. That's next on the Blitz.